the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Findlay explains why we don't have to fear even the deadliest of viruses. The promises of God give us hope. They give us encouragement. Jesus Christ is alive. He is resurrected from the dead. Fear thou not, he says to you. I am with you. Why can he make that statement? Because he is not the Christ who died and stayed in the tomb. The risen Christ says, I will help you. The risen Christ says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The late great motivational speaker Zig Ziglar once said that the first step in solving a problem is to recognize that it does exist. Uh, Well, that certainly makes a lot of sense. If a problem goes unrecognized, how can it ever be addressed? And so with the coronavirus, uh, testing efforts to confirm that people have it at first were limited to those who displayed certain symptoms. And being blind to our actual condition is no protection. Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark talks about a virus that is actually more deadly than the COVID-19, one that often goes unrecognized, but for which there is only one sure remedy. It's what Pastor Mark calls the ultimate vaccine. And that's next on Hope Lives 365. Glad you're here for Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Findlay. Uh, We want to give you a quick reminder to check out the many helpful resources that are available to you at the Hope Lives 365 website, including this message today, The Ultimate Vaccine. Visit online at hopelives365.com. Today, Pastor Mark is continuing a special message that he began last time that points out that even if science is limited in finding a solution to the coronavirus pandemic, God is not limited in his power to save us from the deadliest virus of all. In fact, he alone offers to us the ultimate vaccine. With more on that, here's Pastor Mark Finley. As we look around the world, we see the devastating toll of this crisis. University medical centers throughout the United States and the world are racing at breakneck speed to discover this COVID-19 virus vaccination. But there is a virus that's spreading much more rapidly than COVID-19. There is a virus that is much more deadly than COVID-19. You see, COVID-19 may be able to destroy your body, but it cannot destroy your eternal life. Matthew, the 10th chapter and the 28th verse. What does Jesus say? He says, do not fear those who kill the body, but who cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell. There is something more serious than COVID-19. It's the virus of sin that is spreading rapidly through the human race that destroys not only the physical body, but destroys eternal life. 
I thank God that Paul did not end with Romans 7, verse 24. When he cries out, oh, wretched man that I am. And then he raises the question, who shall deliver us from this body of sin? He does not leave that lingering question in our minds. Science may not yet have found the solution, the vaccine to save us from COVID-19. But Jesus has a vaccine to save us from the virus of sin. Paul says, who shall deliver us from this sin nature? Romans 7, verse 25, Paul says, I thank God for Jesus Christ our Lord. There is a physician who has the remedy for the virus of sin. Christ's death on the cross delivers us from sin's condemnation, sin's guilt, sin's power, and sin's eternal penalty. But that is not the end of the story. If the cross was the end of the story, then Jesus is simply a good martyr dying for a good cause. If Jesus died and never rose again, then our hope of eternal life is shattered. If he never conquered the tomb, what hope would we have of eternal life? It takes both the dying Christ and the living Christ to redeem us. Take your Bible, turn to John 20 and verse 1. So Mary comes to the tomb, John 20, verse 1. On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb while it was still dark. And she saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. You remember what Pilate said to the soldiers. Make the tomb as secure as you can. On Friday, the stone was placed across. That was secure. At Friday, the guard stood there. The tomb is secure. Now, let me ask you this question. Where were the disciples on Friday night, all day Sabbath, and early Sunday morning? Where were they? They were in the upper room, right? Why were they there? Why were they hiding out? What did those disciples do when Christ was crucified? They forsook him and fled. They're fearful. They're hiding. It's totally illogical to think that they are going to come to move that stone. But what happens? Mary comes to that tomb. John 20, verse 1. What does she see? On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb while it was dark and saw that the stone had been taken away. Now, Dr. Paul Meyer, brilliant scholar, says this. If all the evidence is weighed carefully and fairly, it is indeed justifiable, according to the canons of historical research, to conclude that the sepulcher of Joseph of Arimathea, in which Jesus was buried, was actually empty on the morning of that first Easter. And no shred of evidence has yet been discovered, listen, in literary sources, epigraphy, that's writing, or archaeology that would disprove this statement. So even historians recognize that something miraculous happened that Easter morning. God sent an angel from heaven, and that angel came down, and the angel said, Son, 
Thy father calls you. Come forth. The stone was rolled away. Christ was resurrected from the dead. And because he was, you and I can live eternally. There is a vaccine for the virus of sin. It is the death of Christ, the resurrection of Christ. Now, there were multiple witnesses in the New Testament of that resurrection. Multiple witnesses of that resurrection. Jesus appears to Mary at the tomb, witness number one. Secondly, Jesus appears to Peter and John, witness number two. Jesus appears to two disciples on the Emmaus Road. Jesus comes that night to the upper room where the 11 disciples are assembled. Jesus appears to 500 on the hillsides of Galilee. Now you say, well, these were Christ's followers. Let me ask you this question. Think about how the disciples died. Every one of them died a martyr's death except John. Peter's crucified upside down. James is beheaded. Are you going to die for a lie that you made up yourself? Are you going to die for a lie you made up yourself? Do you know the greatest way to disprove the resurrection of Christ? It's very simple. All you need to do is find a body. All you need to do is find a body. Wouldn't you think that if Christ did not resurrect from the dead, that the Jews would have found wanted to find a body? That the Roman soldiers wanted to disprove the resurrection, they would have tried to find the body? But the tomb of Christ is empty. That's Pastor Mark Finley on the fact that the missing body of Christ from the now empty tomb is reason to believe that what he promised rising from death unto life on the third day absolutely came true. And this is the only cure for sin and death, the resurrection of Christ. It's what Pastor Mark Finley refers to as the ultimate vaccine on today's Hope Lives 365. Pastor Mark is coming right back, so don't rush away. First, we want to welcome your support for this ministry as we continue to bring you these messages every week. Uh, Right now, for your significant gift, we have a special way to say thank you for your support. It's Pastor Mark's 530-page hardbound book. It's a reference book, actually, called What the Bible Says About Uh, This exceptional book provides easy-to-understand information for anyone searching for biblical truth, including chapters on health and worry and eternal life. Request your copy of this very special book, What the Bible Says About. It's yours in return for your gift of $50 or more to Hope Lives 365. Contact us today online at hopelives365.com. Or make your generous gift of $50 or more when you call the toll-free number 855-888-HOPE. Again, 855-888-4673. In a moment, Pastor Mark shares that when uh, things look the darkest, God's light is always there to show us the way. It was so even when he was hanging on the cross. They drove nails through his hands. It was a dark, dark Friday. Judas betrayed him. Peter denied him. Jesus bowed his head and died. It was a dark, dark Friday. But hallelujah, Sunday was coming. Stay with us for more of Hope Lives 365. And welcome back to Hope Lives 365. 
A little bit later, I'll be sharing details about a helpful 16-page publication that can be a great source of encouragement for you in these uneasy times. It's called COVID-19, Facing the Crisis with Confidence. Right now, though, Pastor Mark is ready to bring the message, the ultimate vaccine, with a word of assurance that in those times when life's problems mount up against you, God will turn that sorrow into joy. He'll give you hope so that you can believe that he's good no matter what is going on around you. Here again is Pastor Mark Findlay. It is one thing to believe it, but it's another thing to grasp the reality of it in your life. Let's look at why the resurrection makes such a difference, a life-changing difference for you and for me. Mary comes to the tomb. Matthew 28, verse 1 says, Now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn. I'm interested in this expression, as the first day of the week began to dawn. John chapter 20, verse 1 writes it very similarly, but adds a little different nuance on it. And you want to look at that as well. John 20, it says, On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to early while it was still dark. That Friday, it was a dark, dark Friday. They drove nails through his hands. It was a dark, dark Friday. They put a spear wound in his side. It was a dark, dark Friday. Judas betrayed him. Peter denied him. The Jews turned their backs on him generally on that cross that day. The Romans crucified him. His disciples forsook him. Jesus bowed his head and died. It was a dark, dark, dark Friday. But hallelujah, Sunday was coming. That Friday they said, he's dead. The last time they saw his body, it was broken, bruised, and bloody. The last time Mary saw him, she turned away in anguish and deep sorrow at the crucifixion. She could not bear the thought of the thick red blood spurting from his hands or his blood-tinged face. She could not bear looking at the sorrow in his eyes and his pain-wracked body. She could not bear the horror of it all. The last few days had been days of deep sorrow with her hopes dashed. But consider Mary now. As she approaches the two, she sees the stone rolled away. She sees the tomb is empty. She's confused. She's perplexed. She's stunned. Eventually, the gardener, she thinks it's the gardener. She's crying. She's weeping. And she says, have you taken my Lord? Where have you taken him? She wonders, has some grave robber come? What has happened? She's so confused. And he looks at her and he says, Mary. Nobody can say Mary like that. And she says, Jesus, after sorrow comes joy. After death comes joy comes life. After disappointment comes hope. And new hope springs up in her heart. There's a new joy in her face, a new smile. I say to you today, have you been going through difficulties in your life? Have you been going through sorrow in your life? Are you filled with fear, worry, and anxiety because of COVID-19? After sorrow, there will become joy. After disappointment, there will become hope. Because the problem of sin and sickness and suffering and disease ultimately will be over when Jesus Christ the resurrected Lord returns. Jesus wiped Mary's tears away. Now look, why did not Christ reveal himself first to Peter? Why didn't he reveal himself first to James, first to John? Peter preached and 3,000 were baptized on the day of Pentecost. James was the leader of the Christian church. 
John was the one that Jesus, the Bible says, the disciple that Jesus loved, that wrote the book of Revelation. Why not to them? Why to Mary? Because Mary needed him most. Mary needed him most. Her heart was broken that day. She had been forgiven much, and she loved much. When you need him most, he's there. When your son is racked with fever, COVID-19, and you don't know what to do, Jesus is there. When you're unemployed, out of work, don't know how you're going to pay the bills, the rent, the mortgage, Jesus is there. When problems in life mount, Jesus is there. He was there by Mary's side that day. The first great lesson of the resurrection is this. He will turn your sorrow into joy. He will turn your sadness into gladness. He will take away the despair and turn that into hope. But there is another eternal truth. Not only after darkness does the sun always rise. Not only does light break through the darkness. Not only in our hour of deepest darkness will Jesus rise in our life. Here's the second eternal truth. As you believe, what Christ has done for you will flood into your life. Believe that he cares for you. Believe that he loves you. Believe that he has the best in mind for you. Don't worry about understanding. Everything goes on in life. Don't worry about trying to figure it out cognitively in your head. Why was this person sick and this person wasn't? Don't try to figure all this out. If God loves me, why am I facing such economic problems? Don't worry about figuring it out. Believe by faith. Believe he cares. By faith, believe he loves you. By faith, believe he has the best in mind for you. By faith, believe that the light of the resurrected Christ will shine upon you again. Believe. When things don't go well and you wonder where Jesus is, like Mary, cry out, Lord, I know you're there. Like Mary, fall at his feet Like Thomas, who once doubted, say, this is my Lord and my God. I love those promises of Scripture. They are there for us today. Hebrews 13, 5. In the midst of the COVID-19 crisis, the promises of God are still true because a pandemic does not erase the promises of God. Hebrews 13, verse 5. For he himself has said, last part, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, verse 6, the Lord's my helper, I will not fear. Look at Isaiah 41, verse 10. The promises of God give us hope. They give us encouragement. Jesus Christ is alive. He is resurrected from the dead. He is there to give you strength. He's there to give you courage. He's there to give you hope. He's there to give you new life. Notice. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear thou not, he says to you, I am with you. Why can he make that statement? Because he is not the Christ who died and stayed in the tomb. Beyond the cross, there is the resurrection. Beyond the cross, there is the empty tomb. Beyond the cross, there is the resurrected Christ. Fear not, he says, verse 10, I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. 
I will strengthen you. What are you going through today? The resurrected Christ says to you, I will strengthen you. Yea, I will help you. The risen Christ says, I will help you. The risen Christ says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. By faith, believe. Do not worry if you don't understand. By faith, believe. Grasp his promises. Let them fill your life. Transform your life. Pastor Mark Finley on Hope Lives 365, sharing the promises of the resurrected Christ, affirming the truth that after sorrow comes joy, after death comes life, and after disappointment and great fear comes hope. All these are ours only from a gracious God, though that's what uh, Pastor Mark is calling the ultimate vaccine. Now, earlier, I mentioned a small publication that we think will be of great help to you called COVID-19 Facing the Crisis with Confidence. Contributors to this practical 16-page publication are Pastor Mark Fenley, internal medicine physician Lindy Schwartz, and registered dietitian Rebecca Barnhurst. The booklet defines the disease and details the primary challenge that it's easily spread to others, though people may exhibit no symptoms. It details prevention and immunity and secrets of wellness. We'd like to send you a copy of this helpful resource as our gift to you in return for your gift of any amount to Hope Lives 365. Send your gift today or call it in and uh, ask for the publication COVID-19. The toll-free number to call is 855-888-HOPE. That's 855-888-4673. You can also give and request uh, this booklet online at hopelives365.com. And remember, too, that other special offer. It's an excellent uh, reference book from Pastor Mark Fendley, 530 pages in length, What the Bible Says About. It's yours in return for your gift of $50 or more. Uh, you can uh, order that by calling or going online, 855-888-HOPE, or the website again, hopelives365.com. We'd appreciate hearing from you through the mail. Send us your testimony of how these messages are helping you. Write to Hope Lives 365, Post Office Box 118, Haymarket, Virginia, 20168. And remember, too, that you and your friends can listen to the message you're hearing on the broadcast, The Ultimate Vaccine, by going to our radio archives at hopelives365.com. What the resurrection of Christ tells us is that Jesus has conquered the grave, that death is a defeated foe. In a moment, Pastor Mark offers a final word on Hope Lives 365. As we conclude today's edition of Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark points out that once and for all, death has been defeated. Here's Pastor Mark. There is one last lesson, and it is this. Every time Jesus confronted death, he won. Jesus never lost a battle with sickness, suffering, disease. Jesus faced death head-on at the home of Jairus. And there, Jesus raised Jairus' daughter from death. Jesus faced death head-on with Lazarus. And Jesus, as a token of his power over death, raised Lazarus. What the resurrection of Christ tells us is that death is a defeated foe. That Jesus has conquered the grave. 
that the darkness of the tomb becomes a tunnel with a light at the other end because of Jesus. Now look, John chapter 11. Jesus comes to Lazarus' tomb. Jesus says, take away the stone. Martha, the sister, said, he's already been dead four days. His body's going to stink. Jesus said, did I not say to you, if you would believe, if you would what? Believe. You want to see the glory of God in your life? You want to see the resurrected power of God in your life? Believe that Jesus is alive. Believe he can forgive your sins. Believe he died for you. Believe that the power of the living Christ can deliver you from whatever is binding you, from whatever is holding you back. The incredible good news is that there is a vaccine for sin. There is an antidote for sin. And that antidote is Jesus Christ. Let the resurrected Christ fill your heart. Pastor Mark Findlay on today's Hope Lives 365, reminding us that those who believe that Jesus rose from the dead, sin and the grave have no hold on us, and everything in this life can be faced with hope. This reminder that uh, we stand ready to help you in your faith journey with some biblical resources that are available online at hopelives365.com. Now, next time, we bring you a two-part message from pastor, author, and speaker Chris Holland, the associate director of Hope Lives 365. He'll be explaining how you can trust God to help you right at the appointed time. Join him for that encouraging message on the next Hope Lives 365.